Hey, they're talking about micronutrient adjustments made based on the prior year's tissue sampling. And if you've paid attention to anything that we do here at Extreme Ag, you're going to dig this topic because you might recall that Molly Alexander from AgroLiquid, agronomist for the Southeast, and Chad Henderson had almost what you'd call a head-to-head -head sort of uh, disagreement about this. Stephanie Zelenko was there. We were standing by a cornfield. It was 11 months ago, and we talked about the merits of tissue sampling, and then we talked about the emotional provocation that Chad goes through over this tissue sampling stuff. But here's the deal. You actually did tissue sampling and you made an adjustment and it's not from corn to corn. It was from what you saw in last year's corn to this year's wheat. What are we looking at? So in our lab this year, he had a deficiency in manganese that we saw in his tissue samples. And so we decided to go at it two different ways. So we did a nutrient specific. So we treated with just the manganese. And then we also did a, um, blend of micronutrients called Micro 500. And the last piece of that in the lab was what we call Enhance, which is a sulfur product. Okay. All right, Chad, when we were standing there last year by that cornfield, the one smart thing, well, you say a lot of smart things, was, all right, you said one big deal here is don't take a tissue sample and then run around and make huge adjustments. He says, you pulled that tissue, you sent it to a lab, and all of a sudden it's 10 days have passed, and now you're gonna try and make an adjustment. Five days from now, you're already, you're already missing the boat. But use that information for next year. That's what you did in this field. You saw that there was, a, she saw that there was a manganese de yep. uh, deficiency, and Molly says, you know what, let's attack it head on for next year and put the manganese to it. We're gonna give Molly her moment. Yes, we should tissue sample. Okay, so here's what we're gonna talk about on tissue sampling. So, you know, yes, you are correct. Yes, we need tissue sampling. Yes, we need all the labs to do this. Yes, we need Molly to pull the samples. I'm just saying. Right, right, so, you know, but, but getting back to that, we see our deficiencies and we make problems. We make problems. We try to fix the problems that we had from the year before. Molly seen we had a problem with this certain nutrient. Mm -hmm. And so we addressed it in the upcoming deal. Like I say on tissue sampling, if you're going to pull tissue samples, pull them before you're going to make an application where you can make a plan for it, not after you make an application and you can't do anything about it. You know, we pulled one, we made a shot with herbicide. Mm -hmm. We pulled one, we made a shot with fungicide. You know, so that's, that's the way we kind of use the tissue samples on crops that we're not 100% sure of what and where we're looking at. Molly, you said uh, one thing that you wanted to highlight. Agroliquid is generally seen as a at time of planting. You start off putting the micronutrients out there in furrow at time of planting, two by two, whatever. This wheat trial that we're doing with Chad is very different. You did this mid-season. Yes. So Agroliquid, we're known for more of a, a starter program, some MPK inputs for the liquid. But what nobody really addresses is the fact that we can come in mid-season, late-season, however, and come at it from a foliar standpoint as well. So that's what we chose to do with Chad. We came in with herbicide applications yep. and then fungicide because we wanted to take it past the point of starters. We wanted to come in and see what we could fix with the applications we had available instead of making specialty passes. The product that went on here, it went on twice? Yes. And it was the same product two times? No. It was something about Micro 500 was one of them? So we, we did a blend of Micro 500, which is five micronutrients in one. Yep. And then we also married that with our enhanced product, which is a sulfur and nitrogen product. Okay, that was and that was at about when? So that was with your... Um, we, we, we would call it green up. Right, green up. Herbicide, green up's what we call it. You know, when you'd come in and make those passes in the spring of the year, if you would, you know, a lot of them for us going to be in February. So you know, you're part of the world here yeah, in North yeah. Alabama, yeah. first of March. Yeah, that's right. Somewhere in that, in that. And then the next one we come back with 
was with our fungicide. When we we're really trying to protect our flag leaf, it's another application we're going to make. So we pigged it back with products. Then. And would that be maybe three weeks after the green up? Probably a month. A month. Yep. Okay. So the product that went on a month after the first one was? So we did it twice. Oh, same products. Yep. Same mix of products. Yep. So okay. we did a singular product with the manganese married with Enhance. And then the other lab was the Micro 500 married with Enhance. Agronomic slash botany question. You're always seeing AgriLiquid as a at time of planting, what did you call it, uh, starter package. And you didn't do it now. This stuff went in the ground in the fall and then he went out there and put it in, say, March 1st. Did it with... Was it a problem that the plant was still deficient during all that winter dormancy that it was deficient, or is that not when you need manganese anyhow? You can take that one. Well, well, I mean, what we're looking at here is it's hard to say deficient, you know, because of the weather where the weather situations through the year. If you tell me what the winter is, I can tell you how, tell you how hard to push the wheat. See. So with that being said, you know, if you pulled a sample and you say, oh, it's deficient, well, we could let it warm up or get a rain and we could change the sample. That's the problem I have with tissue sampling a lot of times is we don't really dig in a lot of times to what the environment was around the time we pulled the sample. You know, so that's that's something that you need to keep in the back of your head when, when you think that I kind of give, it's, it's almost like made out by Molly, that I give a bad rap on tissue sampling. It's not as much the rap, it's yeah. the way we use it in front of the tissue sampling. But to answer your question, what we've done is we, we made that application knowing that we have a history yep. of this. Yeah. So there, that's when that's how we made it and made the, the place. You didn't think that you needed those micronutrients at time of planting as much. You thought maybe it was more a green up mid-season well, type it's of. It's not a really a way to put them on. A lot of people run drills. We know we're trying here at Extreme Ag to do things that are normal practice. Mm -hmm. We want to, we want to fit everybody's normal yeah. application, which is going to be a herbicide pass at green yeah. up. It's going to be a fungicide pass. And so we don't want them to go out in the middle of winter and pull out equipment that they've already put up and yeah, cleaned up yeah, and yeah. it's sitting there waiting, ready to go on spring. We don't want to encourage them to pull that out and go after it in dormancy because the plant's not, it's, it's still growing. Yes, it's still alive and active, but it doesn't kickstart up until green up. Right, yeah. And that's yep. a difference a lot of people don't see that's different in the southeast. Would you agree from up north? We are. We don't, we don't, our wheat is hard a lot of times, our wheat to just stop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't go cold. Yeah. So wait, North just, just like you, you know, yeah, just like you, you know, when you, when you take off to Arizona for the winter, yeah, right. you know, there's a hard set date when yeah. you're leaving and when you're coming yeah. back. No question. You know, answer me this then, um, on the manganese getting on and the micronutrients now, uh, you didn't probably miss anything in what we're looking at here. Do you think that there maybe is even going to be, uh, a learning that says, you know what we're going to do next year? We're going to put it on a week earlier. We're going to put it on during the, I mean. I, I wouldn't say so because, you know, we're going to make it when our herbicide application fits it. Okay. Because we're not, we're here, we're, you know, at AgriLiquid, what we're trying to do is establish that it goes on, it piggybacks or something. We yeah. can't make other trips and it's piggybacking with it. Now, will we change the package? Will we change the rates? Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. Will we change it for different Parts of the country, 100%. But that's what we're trying to do with this lab. This lab is 40 acres. It's check, spray, check, yeah. spray. So it's replicated three times, 40 acres, mm -hmm. uh, 11 passes, five checks, six treatments. I mean, it's it's, it's multiple things going on here. Can I ask you a question, Molly? Did we spend more money? Did we save money? Or did we spend the same amount of money just putting the inputs on at different times to do this program? So that is a loaded question. And the way I'm going to address that is so many farmers, regardless of where you are and what your wheat does, your heavy 
input costs come from M, P, and K, yep, right? right? That's yep. your main thing. That's Gr planning. Yes. That's wheat, it, wheat is heavily reliant on nitrogen and phosphorus. Yep. Potassium plays a role, but nitrogen and phosphorus is a big player. Okay. If you don't spend the dollars on your micronutrients, then I believe that you've wasted a lot of money on those heavy input costs because micronutrients are necessary for the facilitation of those NPKs. Okay. So you can throw in a whole bunch of it in the front, you can load it up with those NPKs, but when you get to green up, who's to say that that's still there? And if it is still there, who's to say we're gonna um, get the plant into, kick it into gear and try to get it to take that stuff up and get it where it needs to go and utilize it in the right way. So I won't say that you save money, I won't say that you spent money, but I will say there's a way to reallocate those dollars to better get money or better get use out of those MPKs. Sam, why did you say there's a loaded question? I think the answer is quite simple. It's probably same amount of money, different time of application, unless you had to do an extra pass, which you did not. That's right. And then again, this is going to roll, This that dictation is going to be per farmer. You know, if, if a man is low on zinc, he's going to load the zinc heavier, pull back on the P or the K. You know, I mean, we're not going to pull back really on the N. N's going to be the take, it's going to take the same amount of N to make it through the crop. Now, where you put the N at is up to you. But, but you know, there's different things, and that's what the micronutrient pack is going to allow for is to load in different places. Molly, you said when we were pulling into this plot and taking a look at this trial, you said the one thing we're looking at here, Damien, is to send the crop home. And that's a big thing with Chad. He's like, you know what, I'm going out there, and I'm going to make sure he still does a pass when, like, you know, everybody else thinks. It's about time for the combines to run. Is there going to be another pass? We're about three to four weeks away from harvesting this crop. Are we done? So, again, loaded question. You can, can you can consider me the third send it twin because <laughs> Most I people would be done, but you think you might hit this again? Not on the lab. So we <laughs> on our labs with Agro Liquid, we have a very specific Protocol. thing that we are testing yeah, yeah, and we yeah. want to look at. So we try not to vary off that. Now right. in the other acres of the wheat, There's a few I can't here. say that I won't go out and make a suggestion to hit it one more time. And then that'd be kind of a fun, it won't be an official trial, but it'd be kind of a cool deal to say, hey, you hit that three weeks before the combine ran, and my goodness, look at that, we just grabbed five bushels, seven okay. bushels, something like that. How much would it take to make, uh, to justify that? Two bushel. Two. Would it really? Okay. All right, so it's kind of a cool deal. I like this trial. Obviously, we're in vast amounts of acreage of wheat out here, and this 40 acres that's being done with uh, agri-liquid, Chad. What do you hope to see? And then, Molly, what do you expect to see? Changing, basically, it, you didn't spend any more money. You didn't make any extra passes. You're spending roughly the same amount of money. It's just the timing of when you put the micronutrients out there. What do you expect? Am I hope first? To, hope I to mean, see, expect to see. we can do three, two, one, and say what we both want. You All ready? Right. You ready? Three, two, one. Test, Test weight. Right. <laughs> yeah, our ideal is we want longer, we want fuller heads, we want a healthier plant, but those micronutrients in the sulfur is what gets us to the heads, which what's eventually gets us to more test weight. And more test weight could end up being a few bushels more, just because. Uh, and like we said, if you get two more bushels, that paid for almost the entire program. So yeah. that's yeah, I mean, what we didn't break the bank on this. You know, I mean, it's just a real simple program. It's a lot of stuff that people usually do. Right. But sometimes when people get in a hurry, you know, they get in a hurry and they're like, man, we just, just get the fungicide out, just yeah. get the fungicide out, just add you know, a quart of Micro 500 or something like that will make a lot of difference and go a long way in, in you know, jump-starting the other nutrients, if you will. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, all right, till next time, he's Chad Henderson and she's Molly Alexander. I'm Damian Mason from Extreme Eggs, standing in the field here in Madison, Alabama. Stay tuned.